Blog Talk Radio. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to I want to see you Open the eyes of my heart, Lord Open the eyes of my heart I want to see you I want to see you Open the eyes of my heart, Lord
show on Blog Talk Radio. How are you out there, all you saints, seekers, and believers? Glory be to God, the Father Almighty. Heaven and earth are filled with the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed are all you who come in the name of the Lord. Blessed be to God, the Father of heaven and earth, and all things seen and unseen. God alone is worthy to be praised. God alone is Lord, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I thank everyone that's going to begin to call in, listening in, listening, and share their testimony in this hour, everywhere they go, anywhere they go, even on this show and wherever they may travel, sharing the testimony of Jesus Christ, sharing the goodness of God in their life, relating in relationship with others, the love of God. The love of God and the peace of God that passeth all understanding, the promises of God that meet every one of our needs, the promises that are yea and amen, the promises, the light, the hope of glory that is within each and every one of you. I thank you even in this hour beginning to lift up the name of Jesus wherever you may go, wherever you may travel knowing that Jesus is the reason for the season. And we are to be instant, in season, and out and out of season, meaning out of when we feel like we're not in season to lift the name of Jesus up, we are to lift the name of Jesus up. Even when we're going through situations, you know, just call on the name of Jesus. Lift the name, just say Jesus. Yeshua. You know, Elohim. You know, call on the name of our God in season and out of season because Jesus is Lord over all no matter what the circumstances may be. So hold on to those promises. Hold on to the promises of God and know that you have that promise of God within you. You are the light of the world. You are the hope of glory to glorify Jesus Christ's name as you begin to renew your mind and move into the truth of who you are in Christ and walk in those promises, walk in the promises, walk in the promises of God. You are to be living, joyful testimonies. Living, joyful testimonies. You know, so you are the promise of God. And as we begin to wake up and realize then our whole world around us will begin to change. And we, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. And as we are transformed, our environment and our circumstances and our relationships and all the things around us will begin to transform by the renewing of our mind, by the renewing of our mind. To God be the glory. And we're going to, Read if everyone will turn with me because on the testimony show we do read scripture. You know, we read Psalms, we share our testimonies, experiences in God, you know, and we lift up the name of Jesus, you know. And what we're going to do right now, you're going to turn with me to Psalm 100. If you can begin to turn with me there, we'll read together Psalm 100. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity 
to read your word. Thank you for giving me the lips and the tongue and the mind to be able to even read your word, even the ability to have a Bible, the ability to be able to speak your word over the airways, Father God, you know, to lift your name up, Father God, even throughout the airways. And I take it not lightly, and I take it not for granted, Father. For you alone are worthy. In this hour, God is calling the believers, the saints, and the seekers to lift his name up wherever you are. There is not a place on this earth. There's not a place in the universe. There's not a place in the cosmos. There is not a place anywhere where God is not, because God is the creator of it all, you know. And we are called to lift the name of even the stars rejoice with the twinkling, you know. The stars are rejoicing, lifting up the name of Jesus, you know. The heavens declare the glory of God. The rocks will even cry out. We are called to lift the name of the Lord up. And we're going to read Psalm 100. And it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Hallelujah. Sing unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come before his presence with singing. And we're reading Psalm 100. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Amen. 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 It's not by your power and your might, but it's by the Holy Spirit that we live and have our being. Amen. Amen. And we're going to read, we're reading Psalm 100, and we're now into verse 4, and it says, Enter into his gate with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, and enter his court with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all generation his truth endureth to all generation and that's Psalm 100 to all generation so his truth wasn't just for thousands of years ago or a hundred years ago his truth wasn't just for the Old Testament and his truth isn't just for the New Testament. His truth endureth to all generations. So that means before even the Old Testament was written and the Old Testament and the New Testament and any testament to come, his truth endureth to all generations. That's an everlasting truth. An everlasting truth that endureth to all generations. For the Lord, it says in verse 5, For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the way the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. It's not man's story. It's not a man's victory. It's not, your, it's not even your, just your story. 
Your story is a good story, yes. And your victory is is a, is a good victory, yes. You know, but the truth and the way and the life is Jesus Christ. And if your truth and your story is lining up with the Word of God, well, and then it's just built on the foundation of Christ, and it's a good thing. But you know what? Jesus Christ's truth will endure to all generations. This book, the book, the Word of God, is going to endure to all generations. You know, it's going to be written on our hearts. It's written in our minds, you know, and it will endure to all generations. And we thank God. So we know it's not man's story, but this book was written by the Holy Spirit. It was divinely anointed and written by God. And, of course, God uses man to write the words, but it was inspired. It was breathed by the Holy Spirit. You know, it was the breath of God written in these words, in in the words in Scripture. And the truth of God endures to all generations. You know, what a mighty, powerful God we serve. You know, and it's good to know that his truth endures to all generations and not our story or just our victory. These are good. Yes, these are our testimonies. You know, this will help others come to know who God is, and this will edify one another through our testimonies, and that's why we call to share it. But even when you feel like you don't have one, The true testimony is the word of God. The word of God is the testimony of Jesus Christ, you know. And it's not our emotions, because our emotions change. We have emotions and we, you know, they they sway. They can change. And our experiences, well, they're wonderful and they help build our faith. And that's, that's very important. But the truth is the word, and the word is Christ, Jesus Christ. And that truth will endure to all generations. Hallelujah. 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 Search your heart. What are you resonating? What is going on within your members? Is it the truth of Christ? Are you lining up with the word of God? Are you in a disbelief? Or do you have an idol of your heart going for? You know, I pray not. I pray that you are lining up with the word of God because the word of God is the truth. And the truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. And we were reading Psalm 100, which is make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. So in spite of all your situations you may be going through or anything that might have caused a distraction, remember, the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. So don't bite the distraction. Don't bite it because it may create a bitter, bitter taste in your mouth. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So don't bite the distractions. God is good. And God alone is to be praised because there is only one truth, and that's the word of God. It's not your philosophy or what you're going through or your principles, your situation. Those are, those are facts. Those are not truths. That might just be what's going on right now. That might be a fact, yes, but that's not the truth. 
you know, that's your perspective based upon your experience or someone else's, you know, someone else that might even be searching, you know. But it's not man's story. It's not, it's not that. But it's the truth of Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. And us sharing that truth with others, with one another, and walking and living and having our being in Christ. So being in Christ is doing the things that Christ would have done, the things that would be pleasing to Father God as best as we can. You know, as best as we can. We take the first step, let God lead the way. You know, it's not by our power and our might by the Holy Spirit, and as God breathes life into us, the Holy Spirit, we can begin to do the things that we're called to do with confidence, with love, with the fruit of the Spirit, you know, being all we can be in Christ, and teaching the truth in love. Teaching the truth in love, letting it line up with the word, and doing it all in love. Looking beyond the surface and looking at the heart. Looking at the heart like Jesus, like Jesus did. Christ looks at our heart, you know, and Christ is of the lover and the healer of our soul. You know, so let everyone, let us begin to examine our own selves and, and check ourselves and make sure that we are looking at one another, not through the eyes of flesh, but through the eyes of Christ, looking at the heart the Jesus in you, the Christ in you, the hope of glory, the love. Begin to share the love. You know, have a listening heart. Father God, we thank you for a listening heart so that we may have the love of Christ in us and we may see the love of Christ and others around us, even if they don't even know it. We see it, the hope of glory. And let the Holy Spirit begin to restfully reside in us so we may do your will. And we're going to hold on to the promises of God because the promises of God are true. And all of the promises of God will come to pass. Because God will not lie. God cannot lie. So we'll hold on to those promises of God, and we're going to read them. And we're going to also read some more praise from the psalm. Because we were made to praise and worship God. And we're going to read Psalm 148. And it says, praise you, the Lord. Praise you, the Lord, from the heaven. Praise him in the height. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his hosts. Praise ye him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light. Praise him, ye heavens of heaven, and ye waters that be above the heaven. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. He hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons, and all deep, fire and hail, snow and vapors, 
stormy wind, fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl, kings of the earth and all people, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. He also exalted the horn of his people. The praise of all his saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. And that is Psalm 148. Beautiful psalm. All the psalms are beautiful. Praise ye the Lord. God is good. God is awesome. God is great. And to God alone, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to sing a song. We're going to play a song by Deleon.
Hallelujah. Glory be to your name, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, I want to please you. Whatever it takes, we should ought to want to please Father God. Hallelujah. And if you turn with me to Joel chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 28. And it says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your son and your daughter shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit, and I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a loving, loving, loving God we serve. Just just call on the name of the Lord. It, it says it right there. We're reading Joel chapter 2. It's in verse 32. It says in the last day events, it says, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Wow. Wow. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be delivered. As the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. This is in the Bible. This is Joel chapter 2. And I was reading verse 28 all the way up to verse 32. We're reading the promises of God. And now we're going to be reading Romans 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. These are the promises of God. These are the promises of God, the Word of God, the promises of God, the truth of God. The truth. 
And this is another promise. Being confident of this very thing, and this is in Philippians 1, we're in chapter 1, we're in verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Thank you, Father. And we're in Philippians now. We're in Philippians chapter 2. And um, we were reading there, starting at verse 1. And we read all the way up into verse 14. But we're going to read some more of it. We're going to read 15 and 16. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as light in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. Thank you, Father. And that's chapter 2 in Philippians. And we read from 1 all the way up to verse 18 in chapter 2. 
We're holding on to the promises of God. Holding on to the promises of God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name. Glory be to your name. Glory be to your name. Hallelujah. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak, but one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man? that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man, that thou visitest him. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hand. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation, perfect through suffering. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Thank you, Father. Saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church. Will I sing praise unto thee? And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. And I was reading from Hebrews chapter 2, and I started in verse 5 in Hebrews chapter 2. And we're just holding on to the promises of God. And we're reading the promises of God. And we're reading the promises of God. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, 
because the darkness is past, and the true light now shineth. He that saith he is in the light, and hateth his brother, is in darkness, even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eyes. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. Hallelujah. 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 And I was reading there from John, chapter 2, verse 7, going up to 14. And I'm going to go to verse 28, and it says, And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, ye may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. And that's verse 28 in John, holding on to the promises of God. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Much love. This is Prophet Carmen. Remember the greatest love of all, the ultimate love, the mighty, mighty love, is God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the one and only, the one and only, the Christ. To God be the glory, to God be all the glory, to God be the glory, and be blessed. Much love. God bless. Thank mm-hmm. you.